Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mike. Oh, e. I see what you did there, and I'm Rin. And e. e. So, um, yeah, we're back. This is episode 11, part two. Part deuce. Yeah. Yeah. We had a super special guest last week, mm-hmm. and we are continuing with that super special interview this week. So, um, Crystal, we adore you. We love your story. Um, and yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we hope that you enjoy the second edition. Yeah. So, I mean, she told some A, really personal stories, mm. B, just some things that I'd never heard of before, mm-hmm. never thought of before. You know, the whole um, DNA procedure. Yeah. If you didn't listen to the last episode, you really should. Um, she's wonderful. She's just like very self-effacing, very like, uh, I don't know. Self-aware. Self-aware. <laughs> and she knows a lot decisive. about Decisive. Yeah. And also, yeah, decisive in, in like a sense that you don't really hear women being in the health field a lot. I think there's a lot of stories of women feeling like oh the doctor told me to do this or that and she was like fuck no this is what i want this is what i don't want boom yeah yeah she really did um i think that's what was so impressive about her that that whole story was that she really made a decision she's able to talk about it with such clarity um Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just really appreciated that because I think there is a lot of us. I I don't know that this is just women, um, but a, you know I think a lot of people feel once they get into a medical situation um, that they can't be advocates for themselves, right? Oh, yeah, sure. And um, and she is. Yeah. <laughs> and I just really I really appreciated. That. I love that. Yeah. Speaking of being an advocate for your for yourself, um, our dog Abby in the background is basically going down on herself for like the last three minutes. So. <laughs> advocate for pleasure. That's know? right. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. just returned from a terrarium making class yeah well and full yeah full disclosure not that we just live in portland and of course we're at a fucking terrarium <laughs> making class but this was something that i got for us um after the miscarriage and i thought what a nice what a beautiful metaphor um to build something together that was something that you're going to have for your entire lives, yeah, potentially. That's going to self perpetuate. Mm. Um, terrariums are really cool. We learned a lot about them. I mean, and they're amazing. Like the one that we have, we either have to water it six months, a year, or maybe never, depending on the fact, like, of how tight the seal is. And it's, um, what? What? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole little microcosm. Inside of yeah. this very large piece of glass. Oh, you yeah. should go get it. I will. And just to be clear, we are not like, I don't know, you can see in our house, there's like some things if you're on, on YouTube, but like those are dead. Those are dried flowers. We kill, <laughs> we kill air plants. So like this is something I'm really excited about. So yeah, yeah you keep talking about things. Um, so yeah, we started off the evening a little shaky perhaps. <laughs> Mikey and I had not had a great evening together, I will say. We had um, and a disagreement. We did have a disagreement. 
we had a disagreement and um, he was like, I'm just going to cancel it because I, I, you know, he really wanted us to bring ourselves to this terrarium making in a particular way, which I really appreciate because it was um, sort of this symbolic thing that we were going to do together. Yeah. Those of you listening with your eyes, check that shit out. And if this. Yeah, let me just describe it to those of you that are listening. So it's a really, really large, bulbous piece of glass that sort of um, uh, looks like sea glass, kind of, right? So it's sort of... It's like the size of a fucking huge pumpkin. Yes, a very large pumpkin. It would win at the county fair. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 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 so it's it's almost got this, you know, sort of like spherical shape, right? Yeah. And then on the top, so it gets much smaller at the top, and the thing that's sealing it is this uh, David Bowie-like, a la the labyrinth crystal ball. Yeah. It's so Fabulous. And if you live anywhere near us, um, come over and you can look through the orb on the top and it's like you're on every drug. <laughs> look, at it. it's fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah, really beautiful. It's so cool. And this thing, it's like the classes, it's called Ro- uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt? How do you pronounce that? Sure. I feel like a dickhole when I say Roosevelt. But yeah, Roosevelt, Roosevelt's um, terrariums on Hawthorne in Portland. And yes, it is the most Portland thing that you can do, maybe. Like, if you unicycled to this place yep. and then did it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was awesome. And I don't know. There's something about it that I just find so, like, magical. And we made this together. And, like, we're trying to make a baby. And, oh, it just makes me, like, I love you. And I love this. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, too. I'm sorry that we had a disagreement before. Well, but I think it was... this healed it. Yeah, it really did. Um, And I just appreciated you saying that, you know, you wanted to come to it in a particular way. And really, um, it was. It felt like we were sort of reflecting and building something together. It was really super special. I love it. Um, Yeah. Well, this is... What we want to do with our with our mercy peeps, with our Mike Eater and Stay In people, is we want to build something with you. We want something that's yeah. like self-perpetuating and that can grow. And you can tell what a us good your metaphor. Yeah, you like that? You can tell us your stories. We'll keep telling you ours. And um, we'll have some laughs. We'll have some cries. Yep. Fart, yeah. fart on the microphone together every once in a while. Perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, so don't forget to like and subscribe. Please. And um, send us your thoughts. Let's eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com. We will be so excited to hear from you, truly. Yeah, we'd love that. And so without further ado, here's part two of Crystal and our conversation. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, let's, um, why don't you take us through, um, getting pregnant for the second time and what that experience was like for you? Great. Um, Round two. Sec- <laughs> second time, I was not trying to have a baby, mm. but my doctor always likes to say, if you're having unprotected sex, you are trying to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's really so good. Yeah. I guess I was trying to have a baby, but there was no stress about it. Mm. Um, I so this was in this was a year ago. This was 2018, and I was very strange. I had a headache (laughs) and I had sex and I 
woke up the next day so sick. Like, so sick. I had no inkling that I was pregnant. So I was taking, like, codeine like a mother because I was in bed for five days. I don't think I've ever been that sick. Wow. It was just a bad flu. So yeah, my husband gets it. We're both, we're in bed for like five days. We haven't left our house. I'm like literally just trying to suppress my cough. I'm so sick. I get out of bed to go lay down elsewhere. I was just a wreck. Well, that's, that's really good sex. I feel like if you're going to have, yeah, we fucked our, I fucked myself into a flu. It was like an exorcist. (laughs) I was possessed. I became possessed. Yes. It just, I purged it. I purged it all out. Um, It was awful. And then I missed my period and I was like, okay, great. Now, I, this time around, I, I don't even know, I think, oh, so I took a pregnancy test and it was negative. And I'm like, well, that's weird because Mm -hmm. my cycle is regular. What's Mm -hmm. going on? I also was really sick. So you know what? Maybe it's just, I'm, I'm out of whack. So I waited a few days. I took another one, still negative. Okay. And I, I think at the time, those were like the ones from a year before. So I'm like, oh, they must be old. They it's all defective. Yeah. I, I'm like making excuses. I go get another one, still negative. And I just thought, okay, this is weird. I don't have my cycle and I have negative, like a collection of negative tests. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I think I waited like a few days or a week later and then it was positive. And I was like, mm. so weird. And I didn't do anything. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, I don't know. At this point, six, I'm six weeks, seven weeks. Um, and I decide to wait until I, my, like I did last time, my first ultrasound was around nine, 10 weeks. I yeah. figured, I know I'm pregnant. What is there to do with a doctor? I want to mi- minimize my ultrasound. So here's the second pregnancy. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't need an ultrasound. I know I'm pregnant. Right. Well, it's kind of blurry, but I feel what started to happen was I started to spot Mm. and cramp. And I had already a doctor's appointment in place, but I had not attended a doctor's appointment yet. Okay. So I started to spot and I had never had this problem, right? The first pregnancy I, I aborted. So if I hadn't aborted, there was nothing, I didn't feel anything wrong, nothing in the sense of physiologically um, uh, releasing anything red or anything just weird. So I start to spot and then I start to freak out because I'm like, I talked to my doctor friend and he's like, the one that did the procedure is like, well, you could have a um, ectopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And if you have an ectopic pregnancy, this could be serious. Like you could bleed to death. And right. I'm like, well, how does one know when to go to the doctor? I don't right. know. It's like, well, if the cramps start to get severe and you start to hemorrhage, and I'm like, well, I'm not hemorrhaging. I'm just lightly spotting. But that it can actually spotting can be normal in a pregnancy. Some yeah, we've, have we've that. heard that. Sure, but. It was in my case, it wasn't from the previous one. So I was like, this is unusual. 
And now I'm freaking out about, should I rush myself to the ER? Like it, it's sure. not having like a panic attack. Yep. I'm, really, I'm not that type of a person. I'm usually really calm. So, oh man, what's going on? I go to the, I go. And, and the like series of events are kind of weird. I think I went to that set. Um, I don't really remember. I just know mm. I went back to the doctor, the the ultrasound. I call him my ultrasound guru because he's like, what, like <laughs> in, the, in the U.S., everyone knows him. He's like amazing. So I'm like, I went to the ultrasound guru. Yeah. And um, he confirmed that I had a baby, but the babe, there was like no yolk sac and like it was just hadn't developed. So at some mm-hmm. point, the baby just stopped okay. growing. Okay. And I said, well, it kind of makes sense. I was heavily drugged. <laughs> I was yeah. really sick the like first week or two of the baby really getting going. Sure. Um, and so he recommended, oh, he said, you know, you can just wait for it to come like out naturally or you can take some pills and we can bring this forward. So he goes, I recommend you to go to your doctor. So I was going to, I was trying out this new doctor because, you know, no more midwife for me, at least not that midwife. So now right. I have a new doctor that was recommended to me and I made an appointment and I went um, highly recommended to me by two or three different people. Some, mm. pe- some co-workers, <clears throat> some colleagues, not necessarily co-workers because I work for myself, but colleagues yeah. and yeah. um other people that just had gone to this woman. So I go see this woman. I had all my paperwork transferred to her office. I told her office people what I was coming in for. I show up. They don't have my paperwork. They don't know why. Yeah. They don't know what I'm there for. And I'm like, I got this. I'm smart. I am calm. I, you know, Hmm. I was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So I see this woman who was highly recommended and she's like, how can I help you? And I'm like, "Mm, what? Don't you already know? (laughs) Do you not have my paperwork? And she's like, what paperwork? And I'm like, "Uh, do you know why I'm here? And she's like, no. And I just, I said, you know, this is what's going on. I'm, um, I believe I'm miscarrying and I would like to Mm. have, um, your assistance so I can speed up the process. Yeah. Yeah. She says, well, during this conversation, it was like only 10 minutes, which to me was ridiculous because when I see a patient for the first time, 10 minutes is like just barely, barely scratching the surface. Sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. spending a total of 10 minutes with anybody spending much more time. Uh, she, she's, she says, well, you know, are you interested? I'm pregnant still. Whether I'm fully miscarrying or not, I'm still pregnant, mind you. Yeah. She says, well, you know, um, have you thought about IVF? And have you thought about... um, What? um, I I have this doctor that you can... um, And we're in Los Angeles. We are on the west side of Los Angeles. Like, progressive, uh, you know. Right, (laughs) sure. Like, some weird back alley where it's, like, one doctor. No one really knows much. (laughs) Um, One doctor for the whole state or whatever or, like, county. So I'm like, what? I'm like, and I'm telling her, I'm like, I'm telling her, I'm a practitioner, you know. I've, I've, um, now, now I'm at, now that I've, 
confirm that it is um, not a viable pregnancy. I'm going to start needling myself so I can get things going mm. downwards. And she's like, oh, I just rec- I recommend you to do that. And she was mentioning the going to get IVF. And I'm like, I'm not interested in IVF. And I'm still pregnant. Like, yeah, what currently are you talking pregnant. about? I'm like. That's the weirdest I'm, That's not suggestion. even an option that I'm exploring. Like that's that 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 works for many people, but that's not what my husband and I want. Like we are fine with if we conceive, if I conceive naturally, great. If I don't, after a certain period of time, I'm just gonna close up shop and yeah. call it a day. I'm happy with that. He's happy with that. And so I'm like having to explain myself to this woman, and I'm just like, this is absurd. Absurd. Yeah. And I'm telling her this. I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm feeling this is, I'm still not able to vocalize what's going on. Because again, there's so much is happening in a short period of time. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is weird. Yeah. I'm on my way out of her office. Of sure. And she literally is like, like, okay. I'm like, okay, so can you prescribe me these pills so I can take them? Because I would like to get this completed. I want it finish this pregnancy already like this is dragging on it's very stressful and Mm -hmm. I don't need to wait any longer this is my decision let's move forward she's like well I don't really recommend you to do that I would recommend you just to needle yourself and to just wait for that process to naturally happen because it can be but it's not your decision it can be invasive she's a woman it can be invasive and you may not want to subject yourself to that. And I'm like, uh, what? Give me wow. the prescription. <laughs> right. Like holding her by her, her coat. I'm like, get it. <laughs> <laughs> so she, Shake it um, she, I, 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 this is still 10 minutes, by the way. I go to the front desk and I say, um, okay, I'd like to make another appointment. And they're like, and she's like, okay, so maybe I'll see you in like a week. And I'm like, no, like we need to, I want to see you tomorrow. Like what, right. what do you mean a week? I have a baby inside of me that I want to get out. It needs to yeah. like end it. It's at this point, it's not even a baby. It's like remnants of tissue. I need to right. get the remnants out and complete this. Like I need some peace of mind. And she said, okay, well, all right. So we'll, she gave me some other I was like if I didn't insist she would have just had me come in a week later and I thought wow I don't know if this is strange but it feels very strange to me the timing her insensitivity um so whatever the case I made a schedule for a few days later and I called my doctors with her excuse me yes with her because I I, at this point I have started treatment with her I want to complete it and sure, yeah. I will never go back again, but I need, I, I want to start and finish there. Yeah. Which I shouldn't have because in my mind, I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't need to go back to her ever again, but I did. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I exit the office that day and I call my ultrasound guru's office and I'm like, she didn't receive the paperwork. And they're like, oh no, she did. We have it right here. Like we, they, they stamped it and they're like, we have, we'll send you a copy of when we sent it and it was received. And I'm just like, livid livid just so pissed off like how could this happen this is like 
so ridiculous. Paper, even when you refill the paper, it comes out and you get what the back order of the faxes that didn't come sure. right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. So I go see her, I don't know, a few days later, she does an ultrasound. She didn't do the ultrasound the first time. She does the ultrasound the second time. And she, um, I think I had done the pills at this point. Um, I actually don't remember if she gave me the pills or if I ended up going to my gyno and just having her prescribe them, actually. Wow. I think okay. it, it might, actually, I think it might've led to that. Actually, I think I did. I don't think she gave me, but for some reason I went, oh, cause I needed the blood results. And I needed to make sure that my HCG levels were decreasing and what was my progesterone and progesterone and um, estrogen levels. And so that's when she did the ultrasound. And that's when I just sat her down and I said, you know, do you mind if I share something with you? My last visit was a nightmare with you. And oh, it that's crazy. was, yeah. and I explained to her how I had made every effort to have my paperwork sent, how I, mm. I was very disappointed with, the front desk not listening to why I made an appointment and for her to not know and for her to treat me just like a new patient when I had done everything to make sure she knew all mm -hmm. of my history and mm -hmm. then for her how unacceptable it was and I told her I, I kind of came from the standpoint of like I'm a practitioner and so I was trying not to be such a bitch because <laughs> I was really <laughs> I was entitled to, but I was trying not to be. And I said, you know, also I found it quite inappropriate that you were talking to me about getting IVF while yeah. I was still pregnant. Yeah, and yeah. The timing was completely off, and you weren't even asking me what my needs were. You mm -hmm. were just giving, you were kind of going through the motion of mm -hmm. like, this or that and I don't know maybe because I'm on the west side and it's common like IVF is very common so she was just like well let's just do it that way so we can just you have one history of a pregnancy loss and now this is your second so why not just make the baby and you can have everything as mm -hmm. good from the beginning and I'm like right well, that's not what I want Right. So anyways, what was her that. What was her response to you um, for advocating for She was for not very accepting of it. She didn't say anything. I don't even think she apologized, but she did listen. But she listened very like cross arm, cross leg type of thing. Yeah. And um, it, it was fine. I mean, I wasn't trying to convert her. I was simply trying right. to express myself because I was feeling so in need of yeah. having her understand where I came from. I felt like this would probably wasn't the only time that. A patient of hers had experienced this so I kind of right. felt like I was <laughs> representing all the other underrepresented people that she had maybe mm. done wrong to <laughs> sure sure well and I don't think it's often that that women understand that they can you know be advocates for themselves with especially with medical Absolutely. professionals and you know we do tend to just like oh this person is telling me this information so Absolutely. this is this is what's truth. And, I mean, I um, feel like everybody's so disempowered when it comes to that dynamic. It's sure. I've, you know, I've had so many terrible doctor situations and just been oh, like, no. I'm not allowed to say anything, you know, back to this person. Cause they're, you know, the like kind of white coat syndrome or whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, and it's just amazing to me, the lack of bedside manner or even just humanity that, that there are a lot of practitioners, you know, right. Eastern, Western, whatever that, yeah. that have that. And it's like, you're a healer, you're in a healing profession at the very least, you should be a good human to other humans. So, and especially, okay. especially when you're, um, 
when you're someone who's, you know, potentially dealing with grief and loss and, um, yeah, all the above. Yeah. yeah. Um, to, to not sort of read that situation is, Oh God, I don't know. Yeah. So that, that was, that was that. And then I, I did, I guess. So I went to my regular wonderful doctor and she gave me um, uh, these pills and um, I had talked to a few people that I knew that had taken these pills and they explained how they hemorrhage like a mofo. So mm-hmm. I was anticipating major bloodshed. Yeah. I went out. I had my friend buy me like the both size pads. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I, well. <laughs> and I. And uh, I. Couple of matters. Yep. It was it was almost like I was it was a weird it was a weird experience because I was anticipating like this huge purging of blood. It was I can't explain it to you any other way than me kind of it was almost like I, I was preparing for a death. Huh. I yeah. I was wow. home, I took these pills, I lied I was lying in bed and I was just waiting. And I was mm-hmm. waiting and waiting. In my case, I had been shedding tissue and blood for some a couple of days now, mm-hmm. or, week at, or whatever. Um, I didn't have the major hemorrhaging. It never came. Uh, I had oh, a, interesting. A little bit of intense cramping, but I guess it had gradually came out, so uh-huh. there wasn't anything like I was expecting. What I had heard from people that I knew, large clots. Yeah, sure. Cramping, all these things. And so I guess I was expecting the worst. My pads were not put to good use. And I (laughs) was lying in bed for, I don't know, a whole day. And I just finally said, well, this, nothing's happening. And I've given it, I took, and you take, I don't remember, you take multiple pills and Mm -hmm. time apart. And then I, um, nothing happened. So that was that. (laughs) That So so you guys built an addition on your house with the pads. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Built built an extension off the kitchen. You've got a panic room now with pads. (laughs) No, it's it's now I have a a studio where I can record my voice. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) A she shed. Yes. 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 Um, that That was pregnancy too. Wow. And you are pregnant now. You're five months. Yes. Um, you look like a shining fucking goddess. Let me it's, just tell you that. Thank you. It's uh, It's been so magical. And mm-hmm. talking about this pregnancy, this pregnancy also, I had unprotected sex, yes, but I wasn't <laughs> having sex for a baby. It mm-hmm. was after that, after 2016, when we spent six months trying to make a baby, I think we were just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And so this 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 baby formation was very happily made. <laughs> no that's stress. Great. Yeah. No that's great. Acrobatics besides just the fun acrobatics. <laughs> um, I love that. That's such a that's such a great story for you know for people to know about making babies i don't know it's just like yeah yeah, it's just like stress-free fun sex yeah baby time yeah but one thing that i did learn from the second pregnancy that being a miscarriage my friend doctor said crystal you are 
a high risk mother. Mm. Your pregnancies mm. are now all high risk. You should have with the second pregnancy that was now a miscarriage, you should have gone after you missed your period to go get a baseline of blood work. You, have, mm. you should have gone to get just what your levels are. So you have a starting point and then every time you were getting blood work, you would have a gauge and a comparison to see, oh, they're increasing. This is a good sign. Okay, you have mm. an ultrasound, there's a heartbeat. I didn't do any of that the second pregnancy, right? Crystal, was this because you had had a miscarriage because of your age? Um, because I, I don't know. I'm assuming um, just in my case because of my experiences. But I would say for anybody that mm. has um, that becomes pregnant to really go through this protocol of, huh. of going to the doctor, getting blood work, and yeah. getting an ultrasound, even if you don't want a lot of ultrasounds, which is what I wanted. I didn't want a lot of ultrasounds, which is why I waited so right. long. Just to get that baseline. Yes, there's a heartbeat. Totally. Wonderful. And then you can wait a little while longer. If you want to do genetic testing, then you wait to go back and, you know, go through that path. But um, so I did this time I was prepared. I nice. yeah. I didn't yeah. even take I didn't even take a pregnancy test. I'm like, I'm pregnant. I missed my period. Okay. <laughs> so I made an appointment with my doctor. I got blood work, heard the heartbeat. I'm like, all wow. good. And then I just proceeded to um I have a high risk doctor, but I in essence don't need him because my mm -hmm. pregnancy fortunately is very normal. I just awesome. happen to be considered a geriatric mom. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. worst. The worst. The worst. Yeah, we, we've, we've it's, so, it's so funny to me. It's like, uh, I don't know any young people that are having babies right now. So everyone's going to be a geriatric <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get well, your walker. And we've, we've talked about it before. Like, obviously, it was like a male doctor who came up with that. It's like, oh, yeah, geriatric pregnancy. Definitely. Like, totally. Bring you totally. in on your walker and your wheelchair. <laughs> Totally. So, so this pregnancy has been really wonderful. That's um, great. I'm, I'm at 21 weeks tomorrow and I am hey. due in December. Um, I've gained 10 pounds and Yay. the first trimester I was a little worried because I only gained one pound and I was not sure how much to gain. And my doctor was like, as long as you gain something, that's good. Mm -hmm. But I'm also petite. I weigh a hundred pounds. Right, pre baby. Right. So, I mean, I know some people gain a significant amount, but based on my metabolism history, <laughs> I have been consistent with that. Yeah, nice. and you've gained a tenth more of your yes. of your human. Right, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's yes. great. Yes. Well, Crystal, congratulations. We yeah. are like so Thank thrilled you. for you. Thank um, you for having me. It's been of it's course. really fun talking and kind of revisiting these different stories of my life to get to this point yeah yeah well these stories are really i mean really helpful for us really helpful hopefully for people in our audience and, yeah. and they're just and i appreciate your level of detail with talking about the you know i don't know intimate moments with doctors and things that went well and things that didn't, didn't. go so well yeah yeah, yeah. i really appreciate well, that's, that that's really life i mean yeah that's one sure. thing that i i'm i'm really candid with people in my life and also my patients because mm -hmm. I don't like to censor things. I'm I'm not here to decide what you what I think you want to hear. I'm mm -hmm. gonna tell you and if you don't like it then 
you can find another practitioner or another friend or another right. podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like to give, I like to give it, I like to give it the way it is, but with a very cheery attitude yeah. and yeah. Um, a very positive attitude. I'm, I'm grateful that I have this outlook and I don't feel defeated. And I'm in, in, in closing on this pregnancy, I will tell you there have been moments mainly when I've been buying things for the pregnancy and baby that mm -hmm. I do get a little traumatized and think, oh my gosh, what if I do have another pregnancy loss? Mm -hmm. And the reality is it could happen, but what am I going to do? Mope over what hasn't happened, what may never happen. Right. And yeah. I can only base it on how I feel now. And I'm doing everything possible to have a healthy baby and pregnancy and that's all I can do yeah. so yeah. that 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 has been kind of like full circle for me to just mm. really be in the moment because mm. I know you can get pregnant many times and not have a baby <laughs> yes and, and yeah I know many people that don't ever have a baby so right. I'm grateful that it was in my cards, but I also was okay with it not being in my cards because mm. I never felt like it defined me. I never felt like having a baby or getting married would define me. So mm -hmm. these were things that were just bonuses, but I was totally fine with my life as it was. Mm. So these are just nice extra gifts. Yeah. Will you humor us with an extra gift, actually five extra gifts? Yes. Ask, okay. Are you going to ask the way? Oh, I forgot the, I forgot the question. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, um, we like to do with our guests. We like to ask their five favorites, yes. um, a little tongue and cheeky on some of them. And one of them, um, actually is very relevant to what you were talking about. So, um, we're just going to rapid fire these questions yeah. at you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so your five favorites, first one is your favorite interaction with a healthcare provider. So my gynecologist, I have yes. referred her, so many people, my patients, friends to her. She, she sounds came amazing. referred through my friend. Uh, she's a medical doctor. She spends like an hour with you every time. Nice. Yes. yes. Unheard of. Amazing. And she's in Beverly Hills. Unheard Ooh. of. Amazing. <laughs> Fancy <laughs> and full of time. I love that. Mikey, you want to take her to the second? Okay, next up. Your favorite 90s makeout song. Mm. Uh, I don't necessarily recall making out to this song, but it was a song that I played over and over and over and over. Um, it was or is the Bump and Grind remix. Yes, not it is. So, not so popular <laughs> artist right now who is a pedophile. Yes. He oh. is very talented. I just will not acknowledge his name because he doesn't deserve that. But he he's so talented. Such great yes. songs. Yeah, his, God, he's got some gems. I know his, ca really his catalog. Does. His catalog was really strong. Oh, it's rich. Yes. Yeah, it's rich. Yes, um, it's like Michael Jackson. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, how about your favorite swear word? Definitely fuck. Yeah, I mean, it kind of doesn't get better. It's the classic. Yeah. I, and I, I, and by the way, I, I'm a cusser, so I cuss <laughs> even with my patients. So fuck, yeah. Just, they're 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 used to it. I mean, I don't have kid patients, so they they just kind of are like. I, I, I say it with a smile and they're just like, yeah. did she just say that? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did. Hey, <laughs> that's fucking right. <laughs> okay. Two more questions. One, what is your favorite eat your feelings snack? What's your favorite snack to eat when you're uh, feeling low, low? 
general potatoes, anything potatoes, but that's yeah, just, yeah, so, sure. and it's not even feeling low. Like that's just, that's my, you know, if I had one last meal, it would have to be something with potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so feel you. Uh, I'm like, my past life, I was Peruvian and Irish. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, okay, last one. We're going to get political. Your favorite 2020 candidate. So I don't have a favorite, but I do like Kamala. I do like Buttigieg. And mm-hmm. I do like Bernie. But yeah. cool. I have to hear more. Can we roll all three of them up into one and make it... <laughs> Yeah, seriously, because <laughs> they are really strong. Like they've got really good points. Yeah, maybe um, we could transformers the three of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, that would be wonderful. We could just morph them into this wonderful candidate. Yeah, I like that. And, and, yeah, uh. I, I, I don't want to say anything else about the current um, administration, but I will no. say I have a candle. Yeah. That is of our current. Um, sitting president <laughs> and would you like to see it i yeah, mean obviously now we have to see it it's, this is the only way to close so great <laughs> is it is it donald trump melting is it a melting head donald trump is it his pants oh, oh yeah yes but oh. wait till you so look at this look at the look at the angles wow it's it's like and he's orange yellow Oh yeah, it's for real. Wait, God, that wait, thing wait. Is... wait till you read what it says. Can you read? Oh, we'll put it. There we go. It's just it's... a matter of time. That's wow. solid. <laughs> he is for still solid with ears and not eyes. Let me burn him. Okay. <laughs> Until he's no longer president. <laughs> and he's gonna burn. That was a beautiful thing. In one complete burn. I love wow. it. That would be great. It. Listen, this was so fun having you on, Crystal. Let's uh, let's meet up in person sometime. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for having me. I talk a lot, but I just have so much to say. So thanks for being really, patient with me. <laughs> yeah. No, we really appreciate you being so forthcoming and vulnerable and funny and sweet and all the things yeah. that you are. So well, thank it's you. Life. It's life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for telling your life story. <laughs> yes. My pregnant okay. life story. <laughs> yeah. Good well, luck with that baby. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.